In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. In the middle of all that was going on in that week that we call Holy Week, the days leading up to our Lord's passion and death and resurrection, we in this section of John witness Jesus eating the Last Supper with his disciples. We can almost hear Jesus' thoughts as he faced the haunting fact that one of his own would soon betray him and the rest of those sitting around the table with him would forsake him and run. As you heard earlier, Jesus dismisses Judas from the meal, saying to him, what you're going to do, do quickly. And then after pointing once again to his departure and death, we hear Jesus teach those disciples one final lesson, saying, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. This command of Jesus is new, not in the sense that he'd never given it before. It's new because up to that time, the primary relationship which Jesus talks about was that of his disciples to him. Now because of his coming death, resurrection, and ascension, his command was that they bind themselves to one another in love. That's what's new. Jesus is very specific in what he's talking about. He, in fact, is so specific that he seems to repeat himself. Yes, a second time he says, just as I have loved you, so you also should love one another. And by saying this, he is signaling a once and for all act a specific event of love on his part. And that event, of course, is the cross. The love with which Jesus loved his disciples is sacrificial. That's the model of love that the little community of disciples was to have for one another. The love those disciples had for one another was to be assigned to the world of their discipleship. That was the love that would also hold those disciples together. That's also the love that holds us together today as the church. So Jesus, on the night before his death, models for us the sacrificial love that he wants to be in the church today, as well as the love that he wants to see here at this seminary. I suppose in one sense, the need for community or the life together that we've been focusing on all year is another way of describing this. And like it or not, we all experience community of some sort. For example, what kind of relationship do you have with the people living in the dorms with you? Or in the woods, your neighbors there? Or your neighbors on the street where those of you off campus live? Do you love one another? Do you love one another as Christ loves you? How do you show it? Do your neighbors and friends see a caring attitude in the way you live and talk? Do you help one another when in need? 
Do you model already here what it means to be the church, the community of believers in this place? That, by the way, is far more important than being top student in your class or a star as you live out the ministry you are being prepared for here. First and foremost, you and I need to witness what being a Christian, a member of the body of Christ, is all about. Tragically, however, we have at times not acted out the new command of Jesus. Instead of loving others as he loves us, we find ourselves thinking up reasons why we should not love this person or that person. And we in the process find ourselves forgetting that the mark of the church, the mark of your life and mine, must be simple but profound love. For it is only when Christ's love is our reason for living that we then are not afraid to be vulnerable to one another. Only then are we not in competition with one another. Being number one is no longer important. And why? We're too busy loving one another and sharing ourselves with one another. So what happened in the upper room in Jerusalem some 2,000 years ago, Jesus still makes happen today. He leaves behind today a community of believers like that of the early church. A community of believers made to model his expression of love and forgiveness even when we buck the tide of our 21st century society. A community in which, in which each one of us, by word and deed, says to those around of us, I do not merely love you the way you love me. I will love you even if you hate me. I will not merely love you the way I love myself. I will love you at the expense of myself. A new command I give to you that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another, Jesus commands. And with that command comes his promise, I'll be with you always. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.